Jesus, thank you for the incredible tool of camp. Um, it is a really awesome, awesome tool uh, that we get to um, be, a, be able to use to help us in our mission to help kids hear about you. Um, Lord, it's only a tool. It's not, whether we had it or not, we would still do everything possible to put kids uh, in a position to hear your message um, with or without summer camps. But, uh, but we're certainly thankful for this awesome part of the tool that we have. Um, help us, Lord, to be people who courageously take advantage of it. And, uh, and Lord, we just long to see people come to, to know you and, and, uh, and disciples to be made. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. So, we did attitude. I just want to remind you guys of the first two letters. Contact work. Stay focused. Contact work. That's the first thing. Super important. See contact work. Make sure you have to do a year's worth of contact work. Building relationships with students. If you want to have an effective camp cell, you've got to be a part of that community. A, attitude. Okay, I talked about this all last week. I spent a lot of time on it because it's really important. If leaders... Do not approach this opportunity with the right attitude. You will have a very difficult time seeing great fruit come from this great tool opportunity. So attitude is very important that we have the right attitude about things. M, momentum builders. There are things that you can do to build momentum for your camp trip. And this is important because everybody look at me and hear this now. I know because of our second timer strategy thing that we employed, many of you are probably going to hit a wall in your signups. And I've done a lot of camp sell stuff. I know what it's like to hit that wall. You sign up, you, you kind of work through the network of students, you get them all signed up, and all of a sudden it's boom, and the, the, the deposits stop coming. You're not sure what's going on, but you just know that your deposits have stopped coming in and you feel like there's not a big group, there's no one really on the horizon who's planning on going to camp or that you hear might go to camp. You hear some rumors, but nothing is happening. It's like hitting a wall, right? And it happens, whether you know whether we had done this second time or thing or not, you, it happens in the camp cell time where you, you hit this wall. It's super important that you utilize momentum builders to push past that, okay? You really need to make sure, and you guys hear me on this, I, I really, I, we don't, we don't have time to go into the, the incredible importance and grand, the grand importance of the gospel changing someone's life. I've talked about that enough, but, but I have to super encourage you guys, like many of the students who are already signed up for camp right now, I mean, there's close to 300 students signed up for camp. I bet... 75% of them are in Bible studies and campaigner kids. Right? And we love them. And I, I will probably talk about this a little bit at some point, talking about camp. There is an incredible, incredible and long-term, long-term strategy to using summer camp with your discipleship students and campaigner students to see them grow incredibly. So it's a huge deal and it's really important to see those kids on this trip. And I'm all for that. 
but I'm also tremendously about people who don't know Jesus being on these trips. And if you're not about that, and that doesn't, if that's not something that itches inside you, if that's not something that burns deeper in you, then you're in the wrong ministry. This is what we do. We've got to get to these kids, right? We got this first group signed up, but now is the time to start pushing. We've got to build momentum, get through these walls, and get to the to the next group of kids. Mm-hmm. So these are the ones that that don't know Jesus, and it's time to start signing them up, right? So, momentum builders. The best one is club. Okay, no question. I've seen it for years. Okay, even if you don't run a large club, you still will see great fruit from running club, okay, to, with your uh, camp signups and camp sell. You, there's nothing like it where socially people are all together and... Uh, the idea of being a part of this social group at a summer camp is so strong. It will be when you're at club, you will talk about camp all the time. There's nothing wrong with showing the camp video almost every week from a different approach it differently or try various ways to get the idea of we, this everyone who's here tonight. You might be here for the first time and know nothing about this, but we are all going on this awesome trip. And if you're not signed up and you're in this room, you've got to sign up and go with us. Some of the best time of that will happen at McDonald's or wherever you go eat afterwards. Where students are... Because what happens when there's one student who is not signed up for camp and there's three students who are and they're all friends and the subject of camp comes up? Well, that one student is going to be like, yeah, I want to go with my friends. I definitely want to go with those guys. Right? So that's what's happening in that social world. And that's why club is such a big deal. If you don't get together with kids like that and you don't have club going, you lose out on a, on a really big opportunity to build momentum for your camp cell. Another momentum builder is tradition. This is something that many of us in this room, have inherited from the leaders who went long before you. Okay, when we first started this area, there was no tradition. There was no uh, the word out on the street about Young Life Camp is it's awesome. There was nothing like that. We didn't have any tradition to stand on. Many of you now at your schools, you have that because it's either been there for years or there's people talk about it, they hear about it. You want to continue to foster that. Does that make sense? You want kids, like even the ones that don't get, I, I do, there was a, you know, some, a girl at Ryle I'm thinking of who has nothing to do with Young Life there, never been to any, or she's been to a couple things, but really wants nothing to do with Young Life, but she went to summer camp. And it was such a big deal, in my head I'm thinking, these are the kind of people that build the tradition of Young Life camping awesome. Because if she comes home, and says, man, that trip was amazing. I don't go to Young Life stuff, and the God thing's not really for me, but man, camp was awesome. That's what, that's the tradition, and you want to foster that. And I remember thinking when we sent a group of these girls to camp who had never been to Young Life, and I, there was a very unlikely chance that they would connect and become a part of Young Life, but I also knew 
these girls have some younger sisters. These girls are going to, there's going to be a tradition that's going to be fostered by when they come back and they say, man, young life's not for me, God's not for me, but that was the best week of my life. That was so fun. That's the tradition. You want to, you want to always cultivate that. Okay? Um, so kids who have money in, those are your best advocates for summer camp. Alright, so that's what this means. So, so, it's super important. This is why it's important to get students money in. Now, we've pretty much, many of our schools have that now. But remember that. Like, almost set up. Like, there are times where I'll say to three students who are signed up for camp, whether they're campaigner students or not, and I know they have two friends who are at club or two friends they're hanging out with or are good friends with them who aren't signed up. And I'll say to those three, hey, you three, you need to talk to them about going to camp. It'd be really awesome to have them there. And because their money's in and they're signed up to go, they'll be in with you to help do that. Okay? There's no group of people more interested in seeing people on your camp trip other than you than the students who have their money in. They are the group of people most interested in seeing that happen. They want to be a part of something big. They want to be a part of something cool. They want to be a part of something that everyone is doing. So they will be your best advocates whether they're campaigner students or not, they are your best advocates for pushing and building momentum and pushing past that wall to get to another group of kids. Push past the wall. Never stop. Um, obviously, you never stop when you reach a point. We've talked about the importance of getting to the next student. Contact work. Sometimes if your contact work is always with campaigner students, you're going to struggle to get to the next students. And that doesn't mean you're asking them, but think of it in this terms. When you go to games, when you go right now, we're doing baseball, track, when you go to those things, if you only hang out with students who are signed up on your trip, then that's not going to help you. So you want to purposely direct your contact work towards students who aren't signed up. And I'm not saying go in there and ask a group of kids you don't know to go to summer camp, but just relationally. That everyone knows who you are, right? I mean, everyone knows this, right? You're not, like, hiding, right? All, all schools have had Young Life for long enough. They know, oh, that's a Young Life leader, right? You know, he, you know, that's, you know, they know. So you're not being sneaky in any way. There's nothing you can do about it. That's okay, because use that to your advantage. If you go and love a group of students who aren't signed up on the trip, and you're hanging out with them and talking to them, I promise you, that is, speaks very loudly them about camp and a week later when some other student comes in and asks that kid to go to camp that you hung out with at the track meet that kid is super excited to go because of the impression that you brought into their life uh, before that happened before the kid asked them so do contact work with students who aren't uh, your campaigner students the video scavenger hunt has always been a Fun thing to do, uh, asking kids to bring back deposits and that kind of stuff. Ask someone if you don't know about that. Having a camp party one or two weeks before has also been a big thing that's helpful. Have a huge party, uh, pool party, all that kind of stuff. Super, you're, you're going to encourage all of your students who are signed up to bring students who aren't signed up and uh, to the party. And it's, the, it's just like club. It creates the same environment where you're trying to create an environment where you know, 75% of the people in the, at the party are going to camp, so the 25% that aren't are excited to go to. 
Friday that or they get excited to go because this is awesome. I want to be a part of this. Everybody's going. So those are some momentum builders. P, prayer. Although this is number four on our list because of the acronym, it is number one thing that is important to do is prayer. In the midst of, and again, I, I'm not going to belabor what I talked about last week about the importance of summer camp, but it, reflect on that for a minute on how important it is for us to try to give kids an opportunity to hear about Jesus. To the extent that you pray is the extent that you believe what I said last week. Are you praying? Are your students praying? Is your leader team praying? Are you meeting at the school? To pray, we, it's got to be, it should be an overflow of your passion to help students here. Sometimes we need to do, remember to remind ourselves and direct ourselves towards opportunities to pray. But you guys, you want to see something happen, you want to push past the wall, you want to see new students sign up, start praying for students and pray a lot. Begin praying for specific kids. Believing prayer. I remember when we were starting Boone County High School, and we had a, a group of girls signed up who were older, like uh, junior, senior girls signed up. We are trying to build a camp trip. We had maybe 8 to 10 students signed up. I knew we wanted to get closer to 20, 20 plus, and I also knew we needed younger students. So I was at a basketball game watching um, the varsity basketball game, and there was a sophomore point guard who was uh, started. And I remember thinking, wow, he's, you know, he's, he was fine. He was great, or, or, I mean, he's good, good enough to start on a varsity team as a sophomore. And, uh, but I remember, because I'm always praying when I'm, was, I'm doing contact work, I'm always in that prayer mindset as I'm watching students. But I remember very distinctly starting to pray for this sophomore and praying for him to be on our camp trip. I found out his name was Brent, and so I started praying for him. I'm thinking, Lord, I, I really, you know, that would be awesome. Just really begging the Lord for this student. And normally when I'm doing contact work, it's not the players on the court that I would be drawn to pray for. Okay, but in this case, it was. So I'm praying for this guy on the court. For most of the game. I had no idea. I'd never met him in contact work. I had no connection to him that I knew of. Okay? Two weeks later, and I had, in a sense, forgotten about that. I didn't, uh, keep, I didn't go to any more basketball games over the two weeks that I saw him play or any more varsity boys games. But I, re I will never forget, two weeks later, at a girls' basketball game, one of the senior girls coming up to me and saying, hey, I got a deposit from a sophomore guy today, Brent Sullivan. And I was like, get out of here. I was, been, I was praying so hard for him. That is crazy. Right? And she's like, yeah, he had heard about the trip. And so a couple, you know, she told me the connection and who knew him. And, uh, and we really think, you know, this is really going to get a bunch of the sophomore girls on the trip too. Whatever. But the point of what I'm trying to tell you is prayer will do things. I promise. But you need to do it. 
You need to make prayer an essential part of, and when I say that, I mean praying for specific kids and expecting God to do something. Praying persistently. Okay? Don't stop praying. Don't, don't, you know, there, we don't need to have time to look at Luke 18, right? The prayer of the persistent widow, like, be, go to God so much that God is like, fine, if you'll just stop praying, I'll give you what you want. Right? That's literally what the parable teaches us. Pray persistently. There are students, I remember when I was at Indian Hall High School, when I was a college leader, there was a student who I decided to start praying for to come on a Young Life camp trip to be a part of Young Life, to, to meet the Lord. And I started praying for him an entire year before he ever came to anything. And I spent... So here's, and I remember, because I was very specific about my prayer list, he got prayed for, he was on my everyday list. <coughs> so for 365 days, there was a student that I prayed for every single day before God did something, and, that, and there's a story behind it, he ended up on the camp trip. But my point in this is, it was persistent. And I think after a year of me going to God every day, there was a little bit of God saying, okay, 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 okay. Let's do it. Be persistent in your prayer. <coughs> Have goals and big goals. Pray for them. Okay? There's nothing wrong with praying big goals. Right? Lord, I want 100 students to be on this camp trip. I want, I want there to be a problem with our buses because we don't know how to get everybody there because we've overfilled the buses. Right? Pray that way. Pray over lists. If you haven't made lists yet, and lists is one of the things we'll talk about eventually, you need to have lists of students. Okay? I hope if you have given your key students an opportunity to make some lists of some students, that that list does not just sit in your Bible or sit in some, on some poster board for a week and then you pull it out again. I hope that you make a habit of praying over that list. I used to love to keep the Ryle list here in my basement so I could pull it out every day when I would be praying and pray over the list of students who the Discipleship Campaigner students have been talking to. And so literally, on the day that you know, uh, Paige Barrett is going to talk to a girl that she's wanting to try to get on the camp trip. That day, that morning, I'm praying for her and for that student. <clears throat> right? Pray over these lists. Get your students praying over the list of students. Okay? Pray for money. Pray for momentum. Praise God for all that He's doing. S. Strategize. Dang it. <coughs> so strategize. Things that you want to try to do that I think are important in the strategy. Contact administrations and coaches about getting the right week and then inform them. Okay, uh, The dead period was not as big of a deal as it is now. I know all of us are really consolidated to that week or those two weeks. Um, obviously that's super important, but you always want to work on trying to inform as many people about the date as soon as possible. Sign up campaigners, discipleship students, now. We talked about that. 
Um, we've, we've really worked that and done that well so far. Um, they're not going to be able to bring anyone that they haven't signed up. Develop leaders, discipleship and campaigner students. Okay, You really need to see the vision for this and understand this. And, and there were, a long time ago, uh, Young Life uh, National asked me to teach at, um, at, a, at a conference. And I went to teach at this conference, and uh, they wanted me to teach about camp. So, uh, obviously, you know, there are different philosophies on camp around the country, and I was super clear with them. And I said, look, this is the way I, we do this, this is the way our area works, you know. It would be silly for me to come and not share what we do, right? And they're like, go for it. I was like, all right. <laughs> Set me loose. Let's do it, all right? So, so I go, right? And I was super clear about this key point, and I believe this to be true. Summer camp, I believe, can be of an even greater benefit to a campaigner student than it can be to a student who has never been to anything before. And here's my case for that. Very simply, it's this. And you've heard me talk about this stuff a little bit, I think, but but we'll get back, we, we'll get more into this with when we start teaching on campaigners and stuff. When you have 15 or 20 students from your camp trip stand up and they say, I want to make a commitment to Christ, there's no question that for any of those students who have truly in their hearts made a decision to cross over to Jesus, that there is a celebration in heaven. It is part of what we do. It's a passion that I have that I've been talking about. How awesome is it that those 15 students might have become Christians? We've been, if you've been doing this for a little while, you aren't stupid enough to know, or you're, or you're smart enough to realize that out of those 15 students, it's, it's, there are probably students who really aren't doing it with their hearts. And you go home, and you find out within a few weeks pretty quickly that they really just stood up to stand up and they just because they didn't want their leader to bug them, and they really don't have any interest in Jesus, and they're off living their old life the way they were. Right? So you don't really know for sure what's happening with those 15 students. But I, I can tell you the changes I've seen in students who were ministering to other students on the week and how radical they are changed and long-term they're changed. So a student, I remember a campaigner student named Kayla who goes on this camp trip and she, at the beginning of the week, comes to me and is like, Rick, there's this girl and this other girl. I've been praying for them. They're on this trip. I'm trying so hard. I, I, I'm trying to talk to him about Jesus. And one of the girls was having an issue, didn't want to, didn't want anybody to talk to her about Jesus. And she was real upset about it, right? I'm like, just hang in there. Spend the week loving, sharing about Jesus. God will give you opportunities. Sure enough, the week goes through, and this girl, Kayla, gets to share with these girls. And it is powerful in her life, right? She is rocked to the core. Because she sees these girls responding to the gospel. And she comes up to me on the last night, and maybe you've had a student do this too. She comes up to me, you know, people are crying, you know, the whole last night thing that goes on, right? And she comes up to me, and she's super crying, and she's like, Rick, 
And I'll never forget what she said. She said, Rick, this has been the most amazing week of my life. I know what I will do for the rest of my life. She said, for the rest of my life, I will tell people about Jesus and try to help them walk with Jesus. For the rest of my life, I will do this. Do you think of the implications of what just happened? That girl, Kayla Warnick, who's on staff with Young Life, right, now spends her whole life will be given over to telling people about Jesus. Think of the multiplication of that versus the one student that maybe came to Christ. This student who was so radically changed because their involvement in the ministry, because their involvement in what was going on, that they are now a disciple maker for life. That they are going to go on for 70 years telling people about Jesus and in many, many people will hear and many will be discipled because of the one life that was changed. That's a big deal. Right? In God's economy, that is a big win. Big win. That's a big win for the kingdom. So, how important is that? It's super important. Do we want kids there? Would that have happened if this student had not brought students who didn't know Jesus? Of course not. That's kind of the point. But man, do not ever sell short what is happening with the campaigner students and what God is doing in their lives because of their opportunity. I remember being at Lake Champion, and the first time I was at Lake Champion, this was with Connor students, that I remember where there were so many campaigner discipleship students meeting with people and sharing Jesus that I didn't have any students to meet with. And, they, and I remember looking out during the, the last two days of camp, and I hope you see this, I remember sitting on the porch of one of the buildings at Lake Champion and counting 15 different Connor students paired up with someone talking about Jesus. Right? What's happening there is huge. Many of those students today, right, are still telling people about Jesus. That's Christian Junker and Seth Michaels and Micah Poston and, you know, people that you guys, if you've ever connected with Lexington, you've heard these names. But that's where God took them and changed them. That's a big deal. So make sure you strategize well. Start hard work the first week of January. We've talked about that. Have a special meeting with key students. If you are hitting a wall, here's something you can do to build some momentum. Okay, Have a special meeting with some key students for the purpose of saying, Hey, the 15 of us were signed up for camp. What can we do to get some more students on the trip? And then just brainstorm with them and let them talk about it. And, and have, I mean, I've, I remember times where we kind of hit a wall and we, we're having campaigners, we're having club. And I'm like, well, let's do an emergency meeting. And when you do that, like kids start to be like, oh, what's going on? We got, we got a special meeting. And we get, you know, and are you going? Yeah, I'm going. All right, well, I wonder what it's about. I don't know. Rick didn't seem real happy when he called me. I think something's wrong. Right? And so you get them in the room, right? And they're like, we're having a special meeting. Because something important's going on. And you're like, yes, yeah, something's important going on. We are signing up more students. We gotta get some more students. And they're like, yeah. And you tell them why it's important, and they're like, yeah. 
And they're like, well, we, what are we going to do to get more students? And they're like, oh, we got to think of this. How are we going to get more students on a camp trip? And it's great. They might come up with some terrible ideas, right? <laughs> hey, let's make really awesome T-shirts and wear them around school and say, go to summer camp, right? No, no, bad idea. Let's not do that, right? Let's come up with some better ideas, right? So, but the bottom line is, if you've got a group of people in the room, and obviously if you have an emergency meeting like that, you're not going to have a single person in the room who's not signed up for camp. You would never even invite that person. I mean, I'm serious, right? Would they, that, this is emergency, like, seriously, we got two months left, and in, in two months we'll be on that bus, and it will be the last chance for these students that we should have maybe kidnapped to get on this bus. We got, this is a serious emergency, we got to figure something out. Have a meeting with key students. Use videos. Use the social media stuff. Okay? Um, to try to get students to see signed up. Alright, so that's the S. E and the two L's. I don't know if we'll do it next week. I, we'll see. Yeah, maybe it is. So, Alright, let me pray. Jesus, thank you again for the tool of summer camp. Thank you, Lord, for the thousands of lives and uh, students in northern Kentucky that have been changed because of uh, at a summer camp. We know that it's you that's changed them. We know that it's your gospel. We know that it's not us. We know that it's not... Uh, we, we know deep in our hearts, and I hope we know, that it's not the bells and whistles of summer camp. It's not the, the great food and the great time and whatever. But this is a mighty work of your Spirit. And, and Father, we are so thankful to get to see it. To visually see your mighty movements in students' lives. Your miraculous movements in students' lives. And we don't just get to see, as someone prayed earlier, what we see in a week at summer camp. Most Christians would want to would hope to see over their lifetime. What a privilege, Lord, that, that we get to watch a mighty movement of your Spirit amongst so many. Help us, Lord, to be people who pray a lot. Pray a lot. Help us to be people who strategize well. Have a great attitude about this. Father, we just pray that the wall that we might have been hitting now because of all of our main students signed up would be shattered. That we might find a way, you might find a way, whatever happens, we're all in, however you want to do it. But we just pray that these, these walls on how to get to the next group of kids would be shattered. That all of a sudden we would see the opening that a girlfriend or a boyfriend of a student who wants to go suddenly is interested in going and we see an entire opportunity for a whole new social group of students who might want to come with us and, and come on the trip. Help us, Lord, to be um, faithful towards you, faithful to you in, these, in this way and help us, Lord, to uh, pray. Pray for opportunities to get through this wall. We pray these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen.